you are special in Christ this morning. You have a unique identity. And, you know, there are many people um, in, in our world today, you know, that they aspire to be like somebody else. They might want to be the next great sportsman um, or politician or whoever, you know, somebody they see on, on the uh, television. Yes, I want to be like that person, you know. And there are others, you know, who just imitate you know, because they don't want to be themselves, but they're happy to be just like somebody else. So they will wear the clothes and they will wear the makeup. Um, you know, I've had a number of people, even this morning, um, one dear sister, you know, thinks I look like Boris Johnson, especially if my hair is not brushed properly. And, uh, you know, I've had that before, you know, that's not my identity, you know. I am not the, the Prime Minister of Great Britain and uh, never would I want to be, you know. I am who I am, which is what we heard in that video this morning. You know, our identity is really important and uh, it means a lot to us. Um, I just want to share a little object lesson this morning because, you know, right now, um, I'm sure, I hope you can see this. That is a passport, is it not? Now you'll see the corner is taken off. Um, that was my first passport that was issued in 2002, so 18 years ago. You know, and with that document, I was able to travel to many countries. I was very fortunate. And I could travel to see family and could go on missions with church. Um, and so I got lots of different stamps in the pages, you know, as you do. You get different stamps wherever you go. And uh, you think it's great to have the collection of stamps. Um, but that was a really important document to me and to every one of us. You know, we mustn't lose it. Um, but, you know, it only lasted... For 10 years that's as long as a passport is valid for isn't it and then after 10 years that is no good that's why they snipped off the corner of the passport on the front and the back because I'm not allowed to use that again but you know thankfully I was issued with a new passport and that was my new passport now you can see it looks a little bit tattier and different and I'll tell you why in a moment because, you know, in 2012, that was my new identity. There was a new photo in that passport. Um, it had new security markings in there. Um, and again, it allowed me to travel uh, to different places around the world, which I was really thankful for doing. But, you know, I only had that passport four years. And then disaster struck. Can you imagine what happened? By looking at that, I'm sure you can tell. You know, we came back from a trip overseas and, um, you know, we do two things. When Christina and I go away, when we get back, um, the first thing we do is all of the washing goes into the machine so that gets on and everything can get cleaned. So that was my second passport. And uh, I was um, traveling with that for just four years. Um, but then, you know, you could see 
if you look through the pages, uh, you couldn't even see my picture. It had gone, been washed away. That passport was useless now. You know, my identity um, was still me. I'm still Graham, but I was not allowed to travel with that document any longer. So you can imagine what I had to do yet again in 2016. Um, I had to apply for a new passport. Look how crisp and fresh that passport is. It's not been to many places, that one. Um, mainly because I've only had it four years. And you know, the last two years, we've not been traveling anyway. So that was my new identity, my new picture, my new proof that wherever I went, that was what I could use when I traveled. And so that has now become very important to me. But you know, our identity is very important to us. It could be your driving license. You know, we have all different forms of identification, don't we? Um, but without a passport, you can't travel outside the country. You know, you can't open things like bank accounts um, if you haven't got the right ID. Um, we can't drive a car without a driving license. Well, actually you can, but not by law. That would be illegal. So um, we need that driving license to get behind the wheel of a car. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, particularly younger people, they need the right identification. Um, if they want to buy things in shops like alcohol, cigarettes in these days, um, ID is required. You can't hire cars. You can't rent a property, you know, without the right, um, the right identification, whether that's your passport, if you have one, or your driving license or whatever other form of ID you've got. Identity is really important. Um, and we need to protect our identity. You know, only this week, um, I had an email um, which was saying that my identity could be at risk. Somebody has um, got hold of my, my email address and my password, um, and I was warned to, to change those details because possibly they could use it, you know, to um, pretend they're me when they're not. And so we have to be very protective of our identity. Um, you know, this morning, I want you to realize that your identity is special to God, you know, because he loves you. He knows who you are. You know, he's chosen you right from the beginning. Um, and, you know, there are many verses uh, in the Bible that, that tell us these. I've already said our identity is really important. But, you know, in Ephesians 1 verse 5, he says he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. You know, you are adopted into the family of God. If, if you know Jesus this morning, then you are part of that family. You are chosen by God because he knows you by name. He knows who you are, and he knows every single thing about you. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. You know, it, it doesn't matter about our past. It matters about our future. You know, God forgives us 
um, for the things we've done wrong. And uh, he doesn't remember them. That's what the Bible says. Those things are forgotten. And uh, we can have a new identity in him. And in John 1 verse 12 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name. Now, you know, this morning, um, you may know what your identity is, or you may not. You may be confused. Um, you may not know that you're adopted in the family of God. Because, you know, adoption is, is very uh, real and it's very special. Some of you may know that, that Christina and I had the, the privilege of fostering for, for many years. And uh, we was able to foster many, many children um, and just bring them into our care and, and show them love that maybe they didn't experience before. But, you know, one of our greatest joys was that we was able to adopt one of those children that we were fostering. And uh, our youngest son, you know, came to us when he was four years old. Um, and we fostered him from four and we were able to adopt him from the age of seven. You know, he's now 35 years old um, this year. He was 35. But, you know, adoption was very special. Um, we could have continued to foster uh, Carl um, if we chose to, you know, we would have continued to have got the financial support that the social services and government provide. Um, but then it would still have just been a job, you know, it would not have been um, something we do with no real meaning, you know, but by adopting Carl into our family, um, we wanted him to know that he was loved, he was cared for, and uh, we wanted him to carry our name. And so that's where the adoption came in. You know, he had faced rejection many times before in his young life. You know, and we wanted to ensure that we could do the best we could to make sure that never happened again. You know, and so he became part of our family. You know, he became our son. We became his parents. And, um, you know, he has brought us much joy over all those years, since the age of four, when he was part of the family, right till now. Yes, some heartache. All children from time to time will bring heartache. Um, but much, much joy he has brought into our lives. And, you know, that is what God is saying in these passages of Scripture that I shared with you um, earlier on. You know, you were chosen by God to be part of his family. Um, you are adopted into his family and your identity is special to him. Now, you know, this week um, uh, I injured my thumb, um, putting my hand in the toolbox. I went to get some tools out um, and I injured my thumb. Um, only a small thing, you know, you know, most women would say, just get over it. You know, most men would would reel in pain, you know, because of the pain it caused. But, you know, I had to um, just put a, a plaster and some ointment on the thumb so that uh, I could protect it and look after it just for a few days until it healed. But, you know, I didn't realise, you know, that that blocked my identity. Because when you've got 
you know, technologies you have now with, with your phones and your iPads, you know, for me, I can open up my phone using my thumbprint. But suddenly my identity was not there. My print was not available. It was covered by a sticky plaster. And every time I put my phone, my thumb onto the phone, um, I wasn't able to open up and do what I wanted to do. And I thought, you know, how crazy is this? A little plaster was blocking my true identity and showing the mark of the person who I really am. You know, now fortunately, with all these gadgets, there are other ways you can use your pin number or whatever else you choose. But you know, um, it was a very small reminder to me of how important my identity is, that within even my thumb and your thumb and our lives, we have a special unique identity that is known to nobody else but God. You know, we read in one of those verses of scripture, um, Ephesians 2 verse 10, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk um, in them. You know, God has planned and purposed your life. He knows who you are. You know, and this morning, I want to encourage every one of you listening to this service, whether you're listening live now as we are uh, broadcasting this morning, or whether you're looking at the recording at a later stage. You know, your identity is important to God. And he knows who you are. He knows your gifts. He knows your talents. And he wants you to be the person that you are. He doesn't want you to be anybody else. He wants to use the things that he has given to you. So this morning, as we come to a close of this service, you know, two questions that I started with. What is my identity? And who am I in Christ? Do you know what your identity is? You might know your name. You might know what is on your birth certificate. Um, you might know what is in your uh, your passport or your driving license, if you've got those documents, you can see that they, they say who you are. But do you know within your heart and within your life who you are in Christ and what he is destined you for? You know, if you are not sure this morning, there may be those listening to this message who, who don't know who Jesus is. You know, our longing and prayer is always, every week when we meet together, that people might come to find Jesus for themselves. You know, Christina and I, as, as leaders of the church, we long to equip the church to build you up, you know, to, uh, to see people grow closer and closer to God. But, you know, you may be someone who says, well, I don't really know what you're saying, Graham. I don't really understand about my identity in Christ because I've never found out who Jesus is. You know, this morning, you can find out for yourself. You know, there is a simple prayer that you can pray. Very simply says, Dear God, I admit I am a sinner and I need your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ died in my place, paying the penalty for my sins. I am willing right now to turn from my sin 
and accept Jesus Christ as my personal Saviour and Lord. I commit myself to you and ask you to send the Holy Spirit into my life, to fill me and take control, and to help me become the kind of person you want me to be. Thank you, Father, for loving me in Jesus' name. Amen. And you know, this morning, if you've prayed that prayer, even for the very first time, then I would encourage you to let somebody know. Let a friend know who may be a Christian. Message us, you know, using social media. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, um, we have a website you can connect with us on. Um, just look up Wellspring Church and you'll find us in Welling and uh, you can connect with us that way. You can message us on here while the message, uh, while the meeting is still live. Um, there's a facility where you can just personally message us and we can uh, pray with you. But, you know, even if you are a Christian this morning and even if, you know, God's been speaking to you this morning throughout our service about your identity, you know, then search God out, you know, let him know that you are sincere about who you are in Christ and what you want to be doing for him. And if you're not sure, you know, then just be praying and we can pray with you and God can show you exactly what he wants to do in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hi. Um, I was asked to pray for something specific this week, um, somebody who I know. Um, and uh, I went to bed and was praying about this, this specific um, request and and um, God showed me something very clearly as I was falling to sleep. And it was that it was like um, woods on my left side. So lots of trees. And then on the right side, there was people just distanced from each other. These people was Christians. And I just saw that um, a shadow started waving its way around the trees through the woods and slowly encircling around the Christians um, so they could sweep around the Christians and uh, um, and, I, and I really believe that the enemy is using this time where we are isolated as individuals Christians and that he is using this opportunity to try and weaken us as a church because we are not tight collectively what i'm really saying is that we need to be on our guard today as christians because the enemy is going to try to kill steal and destroy please let's raise up and make sure that we are in the right place with god we are putting our armor on we are building ourselves up in christ and that we are praying for one another in a in a really powerful way because when we come back collectively as a church, you know, God is going to do something mighty. And I really believe the enemy knows that and he's going to try and destroy us. So if we're not on that strong rock, we will be swept away. If we are built on that strong rock, we will stand firm. And when we come back together, we will find that we are stronger than we've ever been before. Mm. So if God lays people in your heart, that seem to be struggling, raise them up to God. Pray for each other. 
pray for our family of God, pray for Christians that we become strong. Because when we are a weak branch that we can be taken by the storms of life. So stand strong, be strong, keep each other in prayer that we will be able to come back collectively without uh, people being hit by the storms and damaged by the storms and the, the lies of the enemy. So I just want you to share that. Thank you so much. Bless you. Amen. So, yeah, we thank God. You know, he speaks, doesn't he, through his spirit. He speaks through dreams. He speaks through the gifts of the spirit. So uh, let's take heed to what God is saying through that this morning.